Hey, another great episode of Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you heard, please go online to redsearadio.org and donate, become a monthly sustaining member, and keep us on the air. Thank you and God bless. Good morning. This is your host, Dr. Thaddeus Romanski, and you are listening to Red Sea Roundup on Red Sea Catholic Radio, brought to you by the Red Sea Apostolate. You might be listening to us on KEDC 88.5 FM in the Brazos Valley, KYAR 98.3 FM in Central Texas, or KINF 107.9 FM in Palestine. You can also listen on our website, redsearadio.org. You can also catch us on our iPhone apps, our Android apps. Get those in your Google Play or Apple App Store. You can listen to us anywhere and everywhere, and we truly, truly appreciate that. You can also call us today, 85 Love Red Sea, 855 683 7332. Today is January 25th, 2023, and you might be surprised to hear from me. That's because I'm filling in for the irreplaceable Judy Como. She is has uh, grandmother responsibilities, and we are happy to try to fill her shoes, although we can't really do that completely. In fact, it takes three people to try to take the place of Judy Como because she is so awesome. So I'm joined by our executive director, Dennis Maka. He's on the buttons. Good morning. Yes, we do miss Judy. She is amazing, and... Uh, if any of you have been following some of Judy's story, her grandson has been in the hospital and has had miraculous results. Um, a newborn grandson with um, thanks be to God the 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 beauty of modern modern medicine and many many of your prayers. So mm-hmm. thanks be to God indeed. And we also have on the phone joining us from Central Texas, our director of outreach and evangelization, Deacon Robin Waters. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? We are really pleased to have you on the air this morning, Deacon Robin. Um, before I go to you, I also want to send a special birthday wish and blessings to my daughter, Anna Claire, on her 13th birthday today. Happy birthday, babe. I love you. God bless you. Uh, happy birthday, Anna Claire. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Please keep her in your prayers today, Deacon Robin and Dennis and all of our listeners, if you don't mind. Uh, so, Deacon Robin, we've got you on the phone. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what is going on in Central Texas and encourage people to attend the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men's Conference? Absolutely. First, I just wanted to say that I think you're underestimating Judy if you think three people could re- replace her. She is so awesome. It would take a whole herd of people to to, to do the work that Judy does in a day. So Thank you for once again sure correcting understand. me on something, Deacon Robin. I appreciate a, it. A quick Judy story <laughs> I have is so many people wear these WWJD story uh, bracelets around. And one time I was uh, debating whether or not to go to a church activity because I was so tired. And I was thinking, oh, Judy would be there. And well, so what my, would Judy do? What would Judy do? That was my bracelet <laughs> for that day. It wasn't, <laughs> no offense to Jesus, but I was seriously going, what would Judy do? She's, she's going to be there. So I went and yeah, I was glad I did. Go ahead. Did they have, sorry. The question is, did they have potluck? 
No, oh, it oh. was not even, that wasn't even my motivation. It was just, just pure guilt and not being <laughs> up, up shown by Judy Como because we love her so much. Go ahead, Deacon Rob. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I uh, just wanted to let the folks know about some, some really important things going on in our area. One is a workshop that's going to take place on February the 6th at Saint, the St. Saint Louis Activity Center in Waco. It's a workshop put on by uh, St. Louis, by Pro-Life Waco, and it's going to be done by Dr. Sandra Haypenny, and it's called Guiding Youth to Sexual Integrity and Abundant Life. And it's a much-needed program for adults. It's for parents, grandparents, pastors, youth ministers, teachers, anybody working with the kids. This is something that will help the, help the adults learn how to speak to the kids about some of the crazy things in our world today concerning sexual in, uh, integrity and get down to their level. And I know that um, uh, St. John Paul II, uh, some of his teachings on that, is is part is part of this, and uh, so please consider going to this on February the sixth. That's a Monday from seven to nine at the St. Louis Activity Center. It's free. You don't even have to register. Just show up. Uh, if you want to get more information, you can call two five four six four four zero four zero seven. That's two five four six four four zero four zero seven. Doctor Haypenny is a much-loved person by Red Sea. She's done classes for us, has taught uh, theology at Riker for a long time. She's presently retired, been an instructor or professor at Baylor, so highly regarded in the field and will have a great class. So I encourage people to go to that. Also, on February the 15th, that's a Wednesday, the Immaculate Heart of Mary uh, Catholic Church CCD program in Abbott is going to have a the drive through hamburger supper. That's going to be from 6 to 8 at the parish hall. And it's just a way that the kids can contribute to raising funds to support their CCD program. And, of course, it's going to be all the good stuff, burgers, all the trimmings, fries, dessert. And for anyone that's not been to a dinner at Abbott, my wife's from Abbott. We went. That was our parish for a long time. I may be, uh, I may be wrong here. I may be biased, but... I think they have the best food. So go to Abbott <laughs> on Wednesday, February 15th from 6 to 8. Get you some delicious food and support the CCD program there. And as Daddy has said, we have a big event coming up in Austin at San Jose Parish on February the 18th. And that's the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men's Men's Conference. It's their 11th annual. It's going to be from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And as usual, there's just going to be awesome speakers. Deacon Harold Burke Sivers is going to be back. Rosary, Mass, Confessions, all kinds of exhibits. Dennis and I are going to be there uh, broadcasting it live. So uh, if you're interested, men, please go. Uh, go to SyntexCatholic.com. You can register there. Uh, and the earlier you register, the lower the, the lower the fee is. So SyntexCatholic.com and sign up to go to the 11th Annual Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men's Conference. And I believe, guys, that's all I have for today. All right. Thank you, Deacon Robin. Awesome. Um, before we get to a couple of events here in the Bryan College Station area, I wanted to return again to our saint of the day, which is, or who is St. Paul. Uh, this is a very unique feast day on the liturgical calendar in the church because it's the only 
conversion of a, of a specific person that's on the liturgical calendar. It's the conversion of St. Paul, uh, his road to Damascus moment. Um, and some of the things I was reading about, about this feast are that, in a way, you can think about it as St. Paul's conversion is sort of the, the archetype or the model of conversion to Christ. And so that's why he's sort of broken out and, and given a, a light is shined on his conversion experience. Um, and we know a lot about it, but St. Paul, he is the, he is that model of the person who completely turns his life over to God, who, who becomes like Christ. Um, he gives up everything. He gives up being a Pharisee. He gives up being a, a respected, important member of his of his circle, and he joins this persecuted, uh, harried group. He is blinded. Uh, he was expecting to go into Damascus uh, triumphantly, and instead he has to go in blinded and led by the hand after his encounter with with Jesus. And we know that in order for us to truly be disciples of Christ, we have to, little by little, gradually over time, become like him and give up all the parts of our ego and the parts of our life, our little idols that that keep us from making Jesus our center and our our, our form. Um, because remember, we are made in the image and likeness of God, and Christ came to, to earth and, and suffered, uh, died, and was raised so that we can become God. St. Irenaeus of Lyon, uh, church father, he said, this is why the Word became man, and the Son of God became the Son of man, so that man, by entering into communion with the Word, and thus receiving divine affiliation might become a son of God so that man can become, God became man so that man might be made God. So Christ wants us to be with him in in heaven and he wants to share his divine life with us every day. And St. Paul did that and he shows us how to do that. And so let's pray today, pray for, for ourselves and ask God, to help us become more and more like Christ each day. Absolutely. Hey, Thaddeus, if it's okay, I'm going to add a little comment onto that. Of course. At Mass at mass this morning, Father Timothy Vaverick, my pastor, he made a really good point in his homily whenever, G, whenever uh, Jesus said to St. Paul, why are you persecuting me? He said, me. He mm-hmm. didn't say my followers or my people, he said, why are you persecuting me? That's right. Of course, Paul didn't understand what he was talking about. Father Timothy went on to explain that the reason Jesus said me is because his followers, us, we are the body of Christ. We are, through our baptism, Jesus has come into us. Mm -hmm. He wants us to share in his divine life, as you said, now and for eternity. So we are the body of Christ. And that's why Jesus said, why are you persecuting me, Paul? Just a cool point. Yeah, and I think that that's so awesome too, because I think that was really important in St. Paul understanding 
what what was happening to him, right, and why he was doing, why he why he wasn't following God by persecuting the Christians, right? Absolutely. Um, and so he he, yeah. Thank you for adding that, Deacon Deacon Rob. We're running out of time, or we could we could keep going. Um, so here in the Bryan College Station area, uh, wanted to tell you about this Saturday with Victory Sports. Uh, we're going to be at St. Thomas for basketball. We have the installation ceremony of the trophies from the fall that three teams from St. Thomas Aquinas won uh, football and volleyball trophies. Those are going to be on on display for the next year until we're back to fall season and those trophies are up for competition again. Um, so come out and uh, come check out what basketball looks like with Victory Sports. We're going to have the installation ceremony at 10 in the pack at St. Thomas Aquinas and celebrate those kids and those teams from the fall season. And remember that uh, Victory Sports soccer registration for the spring is still open. Early bird registration is open until February 1st. Don't miss out on that deep discount, $70 for your first child that you register, and then multi-child discounts after that. Spots are filling up. Don't miss out on that good pricing. Go to victoryyouthsports.org to register now. And Deacon Robin talked about the great food in Abbott, but I do have to put in a plug for the great food, the great spaghetti dinner at St. Anthony's coming up on February 12th. Dennis, I know you have personal involvement with the preparations and the kind of fun that goes into putting that event on. The dinner itself is on Sunday, February 12th. To-go orders 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. and dine in from 10.30 to 2 p.m. But there's a lot of community effort that goes into that in the days leading up to it. It's Talk a, about that a lot bit. of effort. It, they feed over 3,000 people mm-hmm. uh, just at the dinner itself, uh, not including the gallons of sauce and meatballs and um, our very own Kathy Court, our administrative coordinator, is the one in charge of it all. So, so she's um, coordinating that as well as coordinating <clears throat> us. Yeah. She's so a she, double coordinator. Keep her in your prayers, folks, because she's going to be very busy in the next couple of weeks. So uh, we're excited to be able to, to participate in that, and we are very happy to promote it. And I'm very happy to eat it soon as well. <laughs> as, as am I. So some of those dates for... Uh, prep time. Oh, we'll get those on the other side. We're going to be going to break here in a second. On the other side, we're going to talk to Maria Sotolongo of St. Joe's and Becky Shalette of Bishop Lewis Riker about Catholic schools and Catholic school week. Don't miss it. Come back on the other side. Red Sea Roundup. See you in a little bit. And we're back on Red Sea Roundup, January 25th, 2023. This is your fill-in host, Dr. Thaddeus Romanski, and we are going to be talking about Catholic education, Catholic schools, Catholic schools week specifically, talking about our great local schools, St. Joseph's in Bryan and Bishop Lewis Riker in Waco. So 
If you want to get in on the conversation, you can call in at 855-LOVE-RED-SEA, 855-683-7332, and we will let you talk to our guests. I have with me in studio Maria Sotolongo, Director of Development and Admissions for St. Joseph's Catholic School in Bryan, and we're joined on the phone by Becky Shalette, Director of Enrollment Management and Communications at Waco's Bishop Lewis Riker Catholic School. Um, as I mentioned, these two ladies are going to fill you in on Catholic Schools Week and how St. Joe's and Riker are great exemplars of Catholic education, why you should consider sharing the education of your child with a Catholic school, and why you should support our Catholic schools with your dollars, time, and prayers, whatever your state in life. Um, let me come back to that phrasing I used just just a moment ago. I said why you should share the education of your child with a Catholic school. That's because the Bible, Deuteronomy chapter 6, the documents of the Second Vatican Council, the Catechism, they all tell us that parents are the primary and first educators of their children. And this is really an integral part of the vocation of marriage, and it is never something that can be completely um, outsourced to a third party. So any and all schools are better. They perform better, and students are better the more that parents are involved in the life and mission of the school, especially in this age of educational indoctrination in ideologies contrary to the truth of the human person. It's critical for parents in any educational setting to be well-formed in their Catholic faith so that they can be critical evaluators and judges of the curriculum that is guiding their child's education. I'm sure Maria and Becky will have more to say about that, and they would agree with me. But I, I think that's where we hope Red Sea comes in as a partner in helping moms and dads to know and teach their Catholic faith better. So uh, with all that said, by way of prologue, let's get to know our guests. And so let's start with Maria Sotolongo of St. Joseph's here with me in the studio. Good morning, Maria. Great to have you. Well, good morning, Thaddeus. Thank you for having us. And uh it is always my pleasure to talk about Catholicism, but especially Catholic education. So I am new to the community. I have uh, come to the Bryan College Station area just uh, shortly after uh, COVID. And uh, COVID was one of the many reasons why we decided to take the plunge, come on out to the country. We have some beautiful land out in Navasota. We came out. And uh, we haven't looked back since. And as far as Catholicism, I mean, Thaddeus, I, I was a cradle Catholic. I was born in Spain, uh, you know, five kids, uh, my mom and, and dad and my uh, four brothers and sisters. We all moved from Spain to Houston back in 1983. Wow. Culture, shock. Culture shock. Yes. From a small town in Spain uh, to Houston, Texas. So that's a whole other story. But um, we quickly found our Catholic community in Houston. We were members of that parish there, St. John Vianney. Shout out to all the friends there um, for about 30 years before we moved out here. And then, of course, I quickly looked for a Catholic school to just continue to enrich our children's uh, faith and growth. And uh, we found St. Joseph's and we have been welcomed and we have been uh, invited into the community in a way that I never would have imagined. Um, so not only are our children attending Catholic uh, school, of course, at St. Joseph, but I also get to work there as uh, development director and admissions director. So 
It's just a huge blessing. Yes, I do. I peek into the classrooms here and there and just make sure they're uh, they're working and they're (laughs) they are where they should be. Uh, So it is. It's a huge uh, blessing indeed. Wonderful. And so, Becky, uh, tell us about, you know, a little bit about yourself, your Catholicism, how the Lord called you to your current position. Well, I love sharing the story. Mine's a little different. I'm a convert to Catholicism. Excellent. I, um, my Welcome husband, home. I grew yes. up. Thank you. Thank you so much. I feel like it's home. Um, but um, I was raised Methodist in Twin Falls, Idaho. And then when I moved to Waco in 1981, I became Baptist. So I got married late in life. I had a career as a director of admissions at Baylor Law School, and I got married late in life when I was 42. So faith and religion has always been very important to me. So I got married in July, got pregnant, thanks be to God, in August. And so it was much easier for me to switch over to Catholicism than to ask my husband, who's a very devout Catholic, to switch over to becoming a Baptist, and his family's uh, very devout Catholics as well. And so from the moment I entered the church, I loved it. It was just, this is where I need to be. This is where God wants me to be. This is my home. So naturally, when we had um, our son Garrett and we were looking at schools, he started school here in 2007 in pre-K-4, it was just like he will go to a Catholic school. And so I continued working at Baylor Law School until I retired in 2012 and had more time to be involved at the school here. So um, I became the president of the Parents Association for two years, and I was inside the school about five days a week and loved it here. I was like, this is just, I'm so glad we sent my son here. Couldn't get enough. Mm -hmm. Couldn't get enough of it. And when you're inside the school, there's just something so different and vibrant, and you can really feel the Lord. And so I had told people, I was like, you know, if a position ever opens up, I can't Mm -hmm. be a teacher, but if something opens up, just let me know. Well, lo and behold, uh, God was leading me, and a door opened in 2017 uh, to be the admissions director here. Mm -hmm. And so fortunately, they hired me, and I've been here for about five and a half years. And um, my son graduated in 2021, so I had a little bit of an opportunity to check in on him and monitor him a little bit. But I've just, this is where God wants me to be. And I have loved every day of it. Beautiful stories from both of you. I am really privileged and and happy to hear you talk about how um, you love being in the positions that you're in and you, Mm -hmm. and you feel like being a part of those Catholic schools um, increases the vibrancy of your faith. It, It helps you, deepen Absolutely. your friendship mm-hmm. with Christ. That is that is awesome. Absolutely. That's what we want happening. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll come back to talking a little bit more about the two of you and your, your experiences with, with working in Catholic schools, but let's turn for a second to kind of the subject of why you're here, uh, which is that it's National Catholic Schools Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Started in 1974. It's the annual celebration of Catholic education in the United States. And in 2023, it's January 29th through February 4th Mm -hmm. with a Mm -hmm. theme of Catholic schools, faith, excellence, service. Um, Schools focus on the value of 
Catholic education provides to young people and its contributions to our church, our communities, our nation. So, Maria, how, how is your campus observing Catholic Schools Week? Are you all doing anything special or do you have some, some special mm-hmm. focus? We definitely do. We always love Catholic Schools Week because we plan it with uh, just excitement and anticipation and just try to keep the kids excited throughout the year, of course, about everything that that we do, whether it's mass or a rosary or a prayer service, but especially Catholic Schools Week. Uh, we will be celebrating first on Sunday at the 29th, this coming 29th, um, by serving at St. Joseph Catholic uh, Church. We All of our students will be serving, whether they're lectors or ushers or uh, they're going to be altar servers. So that is how we will kick off the week. And then on Monday, we will have uh, coffee provided for the community heroes. So we invite everybody to stop on by from 730 to 830 for some donuts and coffee. Free donuts uh, and coffee on Monday? You got it. Yes. So first come, first serve mm. uh, right there mm-hmm. at St. Joseph uh, Elementary Campus. At the elementary campus. Okay. Yes. And then on uh, Tuesday, we're going to celebrate vocations by having a holy hour for vocations. And we're going to be doing this also via Facebook Live. So if people want to join us that way, we can do that. And then on Wednesday, celebrating the nation, we will be praying a rosary for the nation. Also, we'll be doing that live on Facebook if you would like to join us. And then on Thursday, celebrating the students, we have, this is one of my favorite things, uh, that is Prayer Pal Mass. What is that very quickly? We partner a elementary or primary student uh, with a secondary student throughout the year. They get to pray for each other at the beginning of the year. They don't know each other quite yet, so they just write each other prayer cards or prayer paintings, little drawings by kindergartners to like eighth graders. It is just so lovely to see this uh, relationship grow. So on Catholic Schools Week uh, this uh, year, we're going to celebrate on Thursday the Prayer Pal Mass, where it's an all-school Mass, and we will be celebrating the presentation of our Lord, followed by a pizza lunch. So I know the kids are excited about that. And then finally, real quick, on Friday, we celebrate the staff, faculty, and volunteers by having lunch for everybody. And then on Saturday, we would love to welcome everybody to celebrate families by coming out to Sue Haswell Park from 11 to 1. Just bring a picnic. Hopefully we'll have good weather and it's just for celebration of families. Wow. So it doesn't sound like you guys are really doing too much. We haven't really planned it out or anything. Not at all. No. I I had to Um, bring out my calendar. Where where can people go to kind of see that that list? Yes. Check uh, back in with those events. Of course, because, you know, I, I, I said so many things I had. I needed notes. But you can go to our website, and we will have uh, all of that on social media as well. But our website, St. Joseph's School, BCS.org. St. Joseph's School. St. Joseph's, but just one S. Just one S. One okay. S. Yes, right. St. Joseph's School. <laughs> great, great. Okay, now, Becky. Yeah, I don't. I'm not trying to make it into. At no time should either of you or the listeners get an impression of, of the. Okay, now top that, Bishop Lewis Riker. Not or, at all, no. But uh, tell us about how is how is Bishop Lewis Riker um, celebrating Catholic Schools Week? Absolutely, it's kind of like the same themes, but I think this is just a wonderful time of the year when all Catholic schools come together to celebrate the value and importance of Catholic education. So um, there's a lot of similarities because we all follow, uh, for the most part, Mm -hmm. the themes for each day. So, for example, on Sunday, we're um, encouraging all of our students to attend St. Louis Catholic Church in their Mass 
uniforms. We will also have greeters, altar servers. Students will be participating in the mass. We have um, bookmarks that we've made that will be distributed to the parishioners. And the St. Louis has a 9.30 mass, 11.30 mass, and then a 1 o'clock. We're just encouraging everybody to go to the 9.30 mass. And then after that, in the courtyard, we'll be having a reception with donuts, coffees, and orange juice mm. for families and the parishioners to kind of I bring everything I think I'm going to be able to make that one, although yeah. it's tempting. We um, all love the donuts and coffee. Be, don't they, though? And they're going to have blue icing Ooh, uh, because okay. that's one of our colors. Cool. So we're very clever with that. Nice. Um, <laughs> so we want to give the feel that, you know, we are um, the churches on um, our campus, the parishes on our campus. So in everything that we do, we want it to feel uh, community-wide, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, on that end of it. So Monday is when we celebrate our community. So we um, are letting our students wear crazy hair with their school uniform. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're doing sweet treats at drop-off. So we're going to have all of our teachers out there distributing sweet treats to our parents. Uh, to thank them for all that they've done and for supporting Catholic education. Wonderful. And then on Tuesday, we have Celebrate Our Students, and our students get a sweet treat at lunch, with our, which is our traditional ice cream sundae. So all of our students from pre-K-3 through 12th grade will be treated to an ice cream sundae, and then they all get a super-duper bookmark. And then we have a long-standing tradition here at Bishop Riker that we have a student versus teacher volleyball game, uh-huh. beach ball, volleyball. So we have one here at the lower school, and then we have a volleyball competition over at the high school. Nice. So the students, yeah, it is. It's very sweet. I'm not out there participating. I'm just going to let you know. I'm taking pictures, so I have a good excuse not to get out there and battle with them. But the students really You don't want to embarrass them, right? You don't want to embarrass them, right, Becky? I really don't. You know, I have this, you know, athletic... Uh, reputation to keep up, and right. I do have to be modest. Right. But uh, right. but anyway, the students and the teachers really enjoy it, and that's cool. uh, so it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. So that's one of our longstanding traditions. And then it segues in, we have our Mass on Wednesday. So on mm-hmm. Wednesday, it's Celebrate Our Vocations. So uh, we're so blessed to have four Dominican sisters. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that and give you a chance to talk about the presence yeah. of the Dominican. So yeah, go ahead and do They're, that right now. You want me to talk about it right now? Sure, sure. They're beautiful. I Mm. love them. Um, They started last year. We have two at the lower school, Sister Mary Rita uh, teaches second grade, and Sister Mm. Maria Francisco uh, teaches seventh grade religion and math. And then we have two at the high school, Sister Maria Benedicta and Sister Maximilian Marie. Sister Maximilian Can I just Marie. jump in and say, sure. those are some Catholic sister yes. names. I mean, not? that is what, that, I mean, it. that's just what you would expect. <laughs> it just Absolutely. conjures up such so many great yes. images. And so Sister Maximilian Marie uh, teaches theology, and then Sister Maria Benedicta uh, teaches English. And they are so joyful and so happy. And I have, because um, I see Sister Marie, uh, Sister Mary Rita every day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just like, are you ever in a bad mood? <laughs> you have bad days because they're just so beautiful and they love the students. And part of their vocation is being a teaching vocation. Mm-hmm. So these are um, sisters who have been 
um, educated to be teachers. And I think it's safe to say that each of them have their master's in education. So they're very well trained. And they have just added so much to our classroom, our teaching, our curriculum, our Catholic identity. And even for me personally, you know, they're people who I want to model myself after. Exactly. And um, they started here in 2022. Yeah, 2022. And my son graduated in 2021. And I was like, oh, oh, I wish he could start over again just to experience the sisters. Did you try to flunk but, him out? Did you try to pull some strings yeah, and flunk him and get have. him back in? start over again? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they're so joyful. I just can't emphasize that enough. And they're just really, you know, sometimes when you think of sisters, you think of, oh, they're a little bit not approachable or mm. you know, a little distant, but they're not. They're very nurturing. Um, you know, very loving, and they can be, be disciplinarians because sometimes you think about that. But um, they're just—I um, just don't know what we did without them beforehand. Uh, but it's such a blessing to have their presence here, and they're always very like they're um, doing like they have this big. They helped us enhance our um, All Saints Day, mm-hmm. so they have we have an all day celebration and All Saints Day. Um, Sister Maria Francisco on feast days. Um, oftentimes you will see her out on our little soccer field, mm-hmm. taking her classes out there to play soccer. And she plays a mean soccer game. Let me tell you, <laughs> she's fighting. Maria's getting excited oh, okay. over here. She wants to get on the yes. soccer yes. field. with sounds with, with, with amazing. Incredible. Um, okay, but, Becky. You know, um, yes. I need to I need to break in and remind people that they are listening to Red Sea Roundup on Red Sea Catholic Radio. Could, might be 88.5 FM in the Brazos Valley or KYAR 98.3 FM in Central Texas or KINF 107.9 FM. And we're hearing about Catholic Schools Week in our listening area. And I want to go back to Maria. Um, we, you know, we're doing this to promote our Catholic schools. We want to get families involved either by sending their children as students to Catholic schools or to support their Catholic schools with, mm-hmm. with their dollars, with their time, with their prayers, um, if they're not if they're not sending their children there, right. So, what does Saint Joseph's do to invite or attract potential families to become a part of the community, and how can people sure. learn about Saint Joseph's? Well, we are always open for tours. You can just walk on in. You know, some people call, some people email, some people just show up, and we invite you to do all of the above or any of the above, whatever is uh, your most comfortable way to communicate with us. But by all means, please check out our website. We have a way to schedule a tour where you don't have to talk to anyone. You just schedule the tour yourself, and then we'll just confirm it, and we'll see you on campus. And that is always um, an easy way. But, of course, you're welcome to call us. You can ask for me or anybody that would be willing to give you a tour. But, of course, if you schedule it, it's easier just to ensure that there's nothing crazy going on that day on campus. But um, that's the best way to just reach out, either email or call or just go on our website. But uh, we are also having a lot of events um, since a lot of people are already looking ahead to the fall. And we do invite folks to do early bird registration. It Mm -hmm. starts February 1st and it goes through March 10th. And the great incentive is that you're going to get $500 off. So that always is a great thing for families to join um, the school, sign up your children. You can apply online. You can begin the whole process online or, again, come in person. I love to meet new families. We've had a lot of folks, actually, Thaddeus, coming in from 
Austin to Massachusetts to Houston to right here in the Brazos Valley. So, you know, I drive every day from Navasota right here to Bryan College Station and people say, oh, how do you do it? But it's not, it's really not a bad drive. And we have such a wonderful area and um, like reach, I would say, right? We have so many Catholic families and Catholic churches in the area. And that's also what a lot of folks might not realize that the parishes in the community are so invested in Catholic education that we have a subsidy for um, active parishioners, for tithing parishioners in other parishes. You don't have to just be a part of St. Joseph. You could be a part of St. Mary's or St. Anthony, Santa Teresa, all of the parishes, St. Thomas Aquinas, and all of the pastors work together to ensure that any family that wants a Catholic education is going to be able to receive one. Mm. So we also have that uh, for you to remember if you would like to come and ask more about that. We would love to to give you the details, but usually you can get up to $2,000 off of tuition. So that's pretty remarkable. And again, we would love to give you all the details about that. So the main thing is early bird registration, but we also Wednesday, that same Wednesday, February 1st, we have High School 101. For those of you that have kids, that are going. Oh, I have to go back to school now? Uh, you know, school. if you want to, you're welcome to come and join us. Uh, we will be in the library at the secondary campus for um, any upcoming high schoolers, whatever grade you're in. But of course, if you're uh, eighth grader going into ninth grade, we invite you to come to that. But make sure you check out our website. We're also going to have a virtual open house. And then for pre-K and kindergarten, that's also a big group of kids that we try to welcome into the school. And that will be March 25th. So mark your calendars. I know we're saying lots of dates. So remember to check us out on on our website or on uh, social media. Which again is St. Joseph. St. Joseph BCS. St. Joseph School BCS.org. And St. is just S. T, not not the whole word. Okay, that's important to get. Oh, we've got a caller. Okay, we've got a caller. Ben, nice. Go ahead, Ben. Hi, uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I love things Catholic, educational, philosophical. So feel free to cut me off when you're ready to move on. But did have a uh, question. <laughs> um, I'm a graduate of St. Joseph's Catholic High School. Graduated in 2009. Very nice. grateful for. The great environment, the exposures to the sacraments, the great examples I had there. Nice. Um, but one thing I did notice after graduating um, is uh, the three stages of the interior life, the purgative, illuminative, and unitive ways, which are uh, necessary for everybody who wants to grow in love of God. And unless I missed something, that was never really explained to us in an explicit way as part of the Catholic school curriculum. And um, I'm not sure about the curriculum now. I'm not an mm-hmm. expert on what's being taught or who has charge of that or whatever, but um, are the, uh, the the three stages of the interior life, is that something that's taught in a systematic way currently in Catholic schools? Well, that's a great question, Ben. Thank you so much, first of all, for calling in and for sharing your story, your experience. Um, you know, we do have a new administration. Uh, we have a new principal, Ms. Mishler. She's been on board for a year, the this last school year, and then in half, of course, of this ongoing year. She comes to us uh, with over 18 years of experience, and um, she, a Catholic herself, that is one of her... Um, I would say primary uh, point in the mission and vision and the long range strategic plan is to make sure that we are filling our children, our students um, 
with all things Catholic. Now, specifically, uh, you know, with it depends on what grade you're in. You're going to go into even more uh, in depth or not. Of course, our high schoolers go more deeply into the theology aspect of all your classes. You have a class that is theology or religion, but we do have a lot of our mission, in fact, and our vision also encompasses that, right? That we are going to develop disciples of the 21st century, that we are going Mm -hmm. to make sure that it is the mind, the body, and the spirit of the students, uh, not just making sure that they go to mass and that's it. Mm -hmm. So we are very um, aware of the fact that children are not just a rosary or just that's not the only thing that we're going to do, that we do want to fill them up, um, their souls, their bodies, and their minds, with prayer pal is one of the things I was talking about earlier, the prayer pal services, the prayer services, um, the chances to question uh, Father Brian and Father Will, our pastors, are an active part of daily classes, of uh, discussions, of seminars. They come in and out uh, repeatedly, day by day and weekly and monthly. They're always an active part of our students' lives, and I think that is what also sets it apart. Hey ben. ben, thank you for your Great. Ben. Thank thanks you. for your call, and yeah. uh, I'm going to get back to want to toss it back to Becky now uh, to talk about how Bishop Lewis Riker attracts students, and if you all have any events in that regard. Absolutely. Well, <clears throat> same thing with Maria. We I love visiting with prospective families. So we have um, you know the one-on-one personal visits where families can go to our website to sign up via Calendly. So it's just very easy for them to do that. We also have, we found that this works very well for us. We have three um, coffee and conversations for prospective families where they can come in. It's more of a small group setting. They can meet our head of school, our principals, some of our teachers, and take a tour of our school where they can learn about our school and, more importantly, start developing that relationship with us. And then they can get their questions answered in a very informal manner. We also have uh, noon at Zoom that will be coming up in February. And once again, our viewers are more than welcome to sign up on our website. Uh, This is where the first one will be visiting with one of our student ambassadors, the second one, we'll be visiting with one of our parent ambassadors and ask and answering questions on what it's like to be a student at Bishop Riker, what it's like to be a parent at Bishop Riker, why did you enroll your child here? And then, like with Maria, we're going to be doing um, high school 101 and then middle school 101 for current families and prospective families. We also hit the road and um, for the next several Sundays, starting actually um, February 4th, what is that, February 5th, mm-hmm. we're going to be um, visiting the local parishes in our area. And then we're blessed to have um, Austin's DCYC here also the weekend of the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Mm. So we're going to have a booth there. So I'm very, very excited about that, where we can mingle and meet um, high school students, not only in the area, but throughout the diocese, and just, you know, start developing those relationships and let 
um, people know how special and wonderful our school is. So, um, and we push a lot of things out through our social media platforms um, just to be transparent and to educate our community on what sets Bishop Riker apart and what sets Catholic schools apart. Hey, I'm just throwing this out here. You know, since we're, we are talking about Bishop Lewis Riker, uh, mm-hmm. St. Joseph's School, you know, maybe maybe Red Sea could sponsor like a a quiz bowl or something like that between oh, the two schools you know, nice. in the future. That might be kind of fun, a little yeah. little friendly competition. That's great. Uh, just just tossing that it. out there. We're not we're not committing ourselves to anything. Okay, we're not committing okay. ourselves to anything. Um, but yeah, that'd be that'd but be. But we cool. may take you up on maybe. That. Okay. Huh? Okay. Um, so. You know, Ben's question was was great because I think that directed us back to, you know, what's the point of all this? What's the point of Catholic education? It's to pursue holiness, right? It's to become holy, to become mm-hmm. um, like Christ, and to gain salvation. And so mm-hmm. coming back along those lines, you know, I wanted to let each of you talk just a little bit of, about how working in Catholic education is helping you grow in holiness. Either one of you who mm-hmm. wants to tackle that first or reveal mm-hmm. reveal that first is welcome to. Oh, that's that's a big question. But huh? somebody's got to step in because right. we can't Let's have go. silence. We have about 10, 12 minutes, right? Um, I'm not, I, I, Becky, I can go first if you'd like, unless you want sure, to take it. Whatever. Okay. I'll, I'll, mine might be a little brief. Okay. Um, but, you know, being a convert uh, to Catholicism and with the last five and a half years working here at the school, I can't tell you how I've grown in my faith. Just being in this environment, being around the other teachers, being around the sisters, the priests. Um, I try to make an effort to go to daily mass because we offer that here. Um, And just being engulfed in the faith here at the school has really helped me tremendously. And I think I'm a much better person uh, than I was five years ago, and wow. stronger in my faith than I was five years ago. And we had, uh, just to give you an example, sometimes I feel like I'm a baby baby when it comes mm-hmm. to Catholicism, but we did uh, a Eucharistic procession mm-hmm. back in the fall, the Friday after All Saints Day. And when Father Ryan walked down with the Eucharist, and I still get emotional when I talk about it, I was so overwhelmed with feelings that I had never experienced before. And I really didn't know how to deal with them because I was there taking pictures also. And um, it was just so beautiful. And so after they passed, I followed and I was taking pictures of the students and just to see the look on their face, on their faces was overwhelming. And you, oftentimes when you walk in the schools, Catholic schools, you can just feel the presence of God. We have two chapels, one on each campus that has the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. And you know that God is here, that we're taking care of your children. And just like Maria said, we're, you know, fostering saints here. We take that very seriously. It's not mechanics. Um, you know, one of the reasons that I enrolled Garrett here was for him to be, get that faith formation. Academics were very important. But for me, the faith formation was more important. Um, and and we do that here at the school. And I think sometimes people just really don't realize that until you're truly on the inside of the school. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I feel so blessed 
to be working here. Um, you know, everybody's very kind. Everybody gets along. And that overflows to the students as well. That's a beautiful mm-hmm. testimony, yes. Becky. I don't know if... Well, thank you. <laughs> I think we'll that was pretty that, awesome. <laughs> that was fantastic, yes. Maria, it, did, it did you very, want to add it anything? It was very heartfelt. Yes, and I mean, I, I think I just... Uh, I, I Very much my story is parallel to what you're saying, Becky, for sure. You know, to have... The visual reminders on the walls, down the halls, you know, the saint of the day, the prayer of the day, you know, the, the whatever vocation uh, students have that they can share on the walls of the halls as you walk through the campus. Of course, all the symbols of Mary and Joseph and, and Jesus and the popes, et cetera, is, is just a wonderful reminder as you just walk from place to place. But uh, for me, I think the favorite uh, part of it that I have truly felt uh, the closeness that I have gotten with uh, the students, but also with Jesus has been through adoration. I have gone to adoration my whole life, but it was just something special to see these kids whenever we do adoration for 30 or 45 minutes to actually see these high school students mm-hmm. and these middle school students sitting there in the silence of the chapel and not giggling, well, maybe just once a year they'll giggle for some reason. But um, but truly, the majority of the time, they are reverent, they are mm-hmm. prayerful, they are wrapped in the mysteriousness of our faith, mm-hmm. and you can sense it. It's almost, Absolutely. you know, the, the candles flicker and the music is soft in the background, and, and they are so in the moment of prayer and reverence and, um, and adoration that you just— you know, as much as we say, yes, we, we, we pray at home, we bring the faith to our home in everything we do from bath time to bedtime to before and after things. But there is that certain special magic that goes on that can take place within these schools like St. Mm-hmm. Joseph and Absolutely. Bishop Louis Riker that I, I just think people don't see that in, in their day to day. They just mm-hmm. think something, whatever they think about Catholic schools, right? Well, we invite you to come check out our schools because we Absolutely. are different than maybe our mom and dad's Catholic schools. And it is in a beautiful way. And you do see these mm-hmm. kids in the year 2023 that are extremely moved. Even in the choir, when they sing, you see these students moved by the Holy Spirit, just grabbing their their hearts and just really in a prayerful mode, just so beautiful to witness that. So that is very enriching of my own faith and uh, continues to mm-hmm. allow me to grow in yeah. holiness. And I think, I think uh, you know, Ben's question is also a testament to the to the foundation and the formation that he received at mm-hmm. St. Joe's allowed him to 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 be able to go on and, and yes. continue to deepen in his faith and even notice Absolutely. things that mm-hmm. maybe he wished had been taught and reinforced right. earlier on but yeah. because he had that foundation he was able to go and continue asking questions and going mm-hmm. deeper into his Absolutely. Catholic faith. And so we exactly. we ask for for blessings on Ben and his family and we mm-hmm. thank him for calling in. How beautiful. Um yes. Okay, as we're wrapping up here, we've got about six and a half minutes left. Um, you know, our benefit dinner here at Red Sea is really important to us. It's mm-hmm. a it's an important major fundraiser for us, but it's also mm-hmm. when our supporters and our listeners, we kind of come together as a, mm-hmm. you know, Red Sea family, yes. quote unquote. <laughs> um, I'm sure Bishop Lewis Riker and St. Joseph's have similar events or an event um if so, when and what can people expect if they attend? Um, Becky, why don't you why don't you go first for a couple minutes? Thank you so much. We have um, 
our big event coming up on February 25th. It is called The Bash. The Bash. And it's Mm -hmm. The Bash, the Bishop Riker Bash. And we're going old school, so to speak, and we're bringing back some beautiful traditions, and we're having it back on our campus. It's been off campus for several years. So we're bringing it back on campus. So it's going to be in the Bishop Riker Gym. And don't worry about the sound of gym. Mm -hmm. The gym gets transformed. Uh, So it is beautiful, and um, they do a lot of decorating and things like that. So it really doesn't look like a gym. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is – it's our major fundraiser. It's really for the Parents Association because the Parents Association uh, supports our school. And so they – we have – I think this year we're having a fajita dinner and drinks, adult drinks, mm-hmm. and um, we're bringing back our live and silent auction, which has always been very fun. And one of the auction items this year is Mrs. Meyer. She's our cafeteria manager, and she makes a mean, delicious red velvet cake. Mm. So in prior years, this 9 by 13 cake has brought in over $1,000. So... We're, that is going to be one of our famous auction items. And then we have class projects that will be in our silent auction. And then there's dancing and just a lot of fun. Sounds so like a bash. I mean, nice. it sounds like it lives yeah. up to the name, to yeah. the building. Yeah. That's great. You can dance and do all types of things, um, you know, but it's really, really fun. And it, more importantly, yes, it is a fundraiser, but more importantly, it's a means by which our community, parish, alumni, you know, people um, um, that are connected with the school or not connected with the school mm-hmm. can come to this great event. And so and people can go to that on February 25th, you said? February 25th, you can purchase your ticket by going to www.bishopriker.com slash bash. Okay. Bash. Maria, what's what's happening? What's shaking at St. Joe's? Okay. you got about two minutes. Fantastic. So April 15th, mark your calendar. Tax day? I know. It's also ring day, but it is also spirit <laughs> of St. Joseph day. You're trying to make you're trying to make tax day a little bit more <laughs> palatable exciting. for people. Yes, and we're going to be out at the Brownstone Reserve, so we are thrilled that we are going to have a new venue, and uh, we have a Aggieland golf cart that has a very graciously offered a brand new golf cart that will be our raffle, big raffle uh, item. And then for auction items, we also have wonderful class baskets, but also A&M tickets, Astros tickets, a five-day trip to Port Aransas, and a lot of other amazing uh, auction items. And we're going to have food provided this year by our preferred menu sponsor, 1860 <laughs> Italia. I oh, had yeah. to say that. Uh, but we are very excited about that, in fact, because that is a, a just a, a great— Did you try uh, to push for a Spanish tortilla and they were like, oh, no. <laughs> they were like, no, let's do it a little bit more uh, Italian. But the theme is just Spirit of St. Joseph, our faith, our— Uh, Catholic uh, pride and just celebrate and raise funds for the school year, celebrate what we've done all year long. And then of course, just highlight what we hope to do and accomplish in the year to come. So that's April 15th. How can people need need to purchase tickets? Yes, we please uh, go ahead and buy tickets online, stjosephschoolbcs.org. And you can go under support. That is where you can find Spirit of St. Joseph. And we're also looking for sponsors still. So if you're interested in getting your business out there, like I just did right now, that little promo, um, (laughs) we would love to do that. So, again, please come out and support Catholic education 
Uh, if you can't this way, any other way, you can also find on our website. Okay, great. We've got uh, just about a minute and a half. Um, parting, just parting thoughts or parting, you know, information. Maria, go first. Oh, okay. Well, again, I think I've said the website many times, but please check it out. It's stjosephschoolbcs.org, and you will find ways to apply there, all of our events that we have coming up for enrollment. And remember that early bird registration starts February 1st through March 10th. Come and see what St. Joseph Catholic School has to offer and how the school has grown. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think you said if somebody wants to Catholic education, mm-hmm. y'all are going to make, y'all are going to find a way to make it happen for We are going to find Absolutely. a way. So don't let the financial aspect of it stop you from coming and asking us how you can have your child enrolled in our school. Okay. And now, Becky, you've got about 20 seconds. Great. You can go to bishopriker.com, learn everything about our amazing school and what sets us apart from other schools in our area. And our priority application deadline date is coming up. It's February 1. Our regular application deadline date is March 1st. I would love to meet with you, talk to you about our school, and talk to you about the benefits and value of Catholic education. Okay, thank you so much. Maria, Becky, this has been great. I've loved talking about Catholic education. Yeah, we need to do this again. Maybe there'll be a quiz bowl in the future. Who knows? Um, You've been listening to Red Sea Roundup on uh, Red Sea Catholic Radio. This is your host, Dr. Thaddeus Romanski. Remember, when choosing between the values of heaven and the values of earth, always round up. Walking, shake off, rumors and talk.